everybody. Welcome to episode 121 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. I got a burp brewing in here. I'm trying to, trying to contain it. All right. I can be a lady. No. Um, <clears throat> so. I'm fine. Cool. So we have um, we have some some shows to talk about today. Some biggins. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good it's a good week. It's a good week. It's a good week. Um, obviously, reading the title. If you haven't seen Ratchet or Wentworth, mm-hmm. this is not the episode for you. No. Um, we waited a bit on Ratchet because I wanted to like give people time to actually see it. Yeah. Get through it. Uh, Wentworth, I'm just not waiting on. I'm sorry, it's been a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you're lucky you're that I didn't talk about this the day it came out. So, yeah, um, yeah you're 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 either in or out. Um, but before that, before these these reviews, if you will, yep. Um, I did want to talk about. I'm going to uh, covertly discuss something that's going on. We've talked oh, about. Boy. Um, film festivals and stuff, obviously, so many times, the politics behind it. We're not really fans of, of a bunch, uh, not all of them. There's still some, uh, some pretty genuine people out there, but it's very much become a profitable business slash yep. popularity contest, which is why we just really don't put a whole lot into them at this point. Our film, uh, A Vital Sign, has been in, in a few fests this year, and uh, mm-hmm. it was in one... Uh, not too long ago. I'm not. I'm not naming names. I'm not going there. I'm not here to do some catty shit. I'm. I genuinely do want to discuss this because it confuses the crap out of me. Yeah. Um. So some festival that our film played at uh, was very extensive. <clears throat> this is touch and go with how how uh um successful this is because i appreciate not canceling the fest going vigit uh, digital yeah. digital um and and having is that people... like a digital vagina <laughs> digital i was not thinking that i was thinking more like vegetable or something oh, okay. but i'm glad that you went straight to a twat um it's like high school <laughs> so um <laughs> That's all I can think of now. Damn it! A pixelated vagina. Vagina. Um, so clearly, this is an adult show. Um, so I I appreciate that, but then you're also taking uh three, sometimes four days worth of films, and you're putting them all in one place. On occasion, they'll release their bigger players. For certain days mm-hmm. <clears throat> that uh, you can only watch things or whatever, but for the most part, the smaller films and the majority of them are are, are up for grabs, right. and it's all at once, which right. can be really overwhelming. Um, there were points where I was getting tired of scrolling to try to find our own film, and I'm yeah. like, well, if I'm already getting bored trying to look for my own film, I don't know how much further people are going to go for it that don't know us. So there is that aspect of it mm-hmm. when you're just, it's just pages and pages and you keep going through all these films and um, is anyone really going to get to the end of that? I don't know. But there was something that, uh, that, that struck me 
Now we never we never go into fest expecting to win. I have never, and I know someone's like, "You're right." I have never ever once, probably because I have terrible self esteem, but I have never uh-huh. ever once been like, "We got this in the bag." I, I don't know how you could yeah, think yeah. that. There are people that really do like they get angry if they don't win. Yeah. Like, did you really think that? Like, I mean, without knowing this person or having connections to them, that you were just going to win some random film fest because yeah. you think your film is awesome? Like, yeah. okay. Um, so anytime we've won, we've been like just surprised. We're like, oh, cool, okay. Um, but you know, there's always they always announce the winner at some point. Maybe like a day later or something, they'll they'll mass email you if it went digital and they'll say, "Oh, this is a person that won." Um, and I, in no way, in hell, especially with all those film ex- films, expected it to be ours because there were some really good quality, like really good things that were on there. But what chapped my ass was that the winner of said film festival um, was already like a, an award winning director, right, and. Like the big awards, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like some award that they picked up in Utah at some film, like those big shows that they have, those kinds of awards. Yeah. Um, and they're they're the film that won, which was a short, was a, was a short that was made several years ago. I think it was like 2016 and 2017 when it went when it was like out, mm-hmm. which is already like this is three years ago how is this even a contester uh, yeah. you know like the, why why is this even in here if this was from three years ago then add insult to injury that short um is um screened at toronto which again not an easy place to get into no nope. okay and then the 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 thing that we tell you is like a one in a million like it doesn't happen i mean it's more than one in a million but you know for a lot of people film fest a dream is that they go, the right person's going to see their film, and then boom. That happens at these film festivals. Yeah. When you go to Toronto, when you go to TIFF, when you go to all these places, like that's where that happens, at Cannes and stuff. But the film festival in your town, that is not where people get discovered. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. So this person gets what happens at those film festivals, which is why they go. And <clears throat> their short gets purchased. And then they were fortunate enough to be able to direct it wasn't just that they purchased the concept and the story. They they were able to direct this now with with more A-list actors in it. Bigger budget. That's uh, with a way bigger budget. Um, it was a film that we actually reviewed and enjoyed, so I'm not going to be an asshole and say that it wasn't a good film. It was a good film. It was yeah. a very good film. But what I don't understand <laughs> is why the hell this person is up for first place for best short when their short that was made three years ago has since been adapted to a feature yeah that is you know like not like well well like super the, you know the most well-known but like you can find it anywhere it's it, it just and it, it's not because it's like you took the chance away from me again i don't expect to win this there was some really good shit on there that i saw that i felt should have been given first place over somebody that's already yeah has connections and a huge budget um it just that those the politics of that really really pisses me off and this is i'm starting to get to a point where i'm like there's maybe 10 or 15 film fests within traveling distance for us that i'm willing to submit to and i'm not even fucking bothering with the others anymore because here's more money here's more money and then you have you know this is what you're up against 
the playing field varies so much, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of budgets and, and you know, experience and just connections. connections and quality and all that stuff that, you know, it, it almost seems like there should be tears to it, I think, sometimes, you know, where, you know, um, wh- whether it's budgets or whatever it is, you know. You can't prove I, that, though. That's the problem I know. with budgets with indie. I can tell you that I have a $50,000 budget if yeah, I, and I didn't. And I, and I get it. It's, it's, it seems impractical, but, you know, it's – and look, it's not – these film fests aren't – we never go into them expecting to win, so what does it all matter at the end? You know what I mean? Like we didn't win. Okay. So, but the point is to get to these film fests and to, to meet other filmmakers and, and, and make connections and, and all that sort of stuff. But I'm, I just, I don't know. It's yet another place for people to get their ego strokes. And I don't understand. Like if you've already run, like you've won an award, (laughs) what more do you need? Like you've you've won a prestigious award, right? Whatever that means. Okay. But you've won a, you've won a prestigious award. What more do you need? Do you really need to go to a small film festival yeah. and conquer that? <clears throat> also, I don't know the representation for this person, so I don't know that this director necessarily put the short in there or if their representatives did. Yeah. But my question is to whoever whoever greenlit that. Whoever was like, oh, this small film festival, we're going to put this film in here. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? You already yeah. won. I don't understand. You know, these... It's like when you see, like, these film fest- people with great bodies working out in the gym. Yeah, you, you're done. You won. That's it. You won. What are you, <laughs> what are you still doing? Um, have a cupcake. Yeah. Uh, I, I just... I don't know. You know, this this was supposed to be about independent filmmakers. It's supposed to be about up-and-coming filmmakers, not people that are already established in the business. And I think it's really shitty that... Uh, it's really shitty that they submit it, but I think it's even worse that the uh, that the festivals function in this way and that they also seek them out because that could be another thing right this person may not their representatives may not have submitted it but this film fest could have been like hey can we play your film yeah and then all of a sudden uh you know you have a celebrity filmmaker Uh in there um we we've had film fests reach out to us and and you know that that has happened um but we're definitely the indie level so i don't I don't feel like we're offending anybody if someone gives us, no. you know, a voucher. We're like, all right, cool. You know, I mean, uh, I'll take that. We've spent hundreds of, do- hundreds of dollars so far, so we can use that. But I don't know. Yeah, look, vouchers and that sort of thing just, just comes really... with just comes with, you know, submitting a lot. You know, that's not like. Yeah, I was. I was. Really I was just really. I was annoyed for. I was annoyed for the other people. Yeah. I was annoyed for the other people that are that that had some really good stuff in there, good quality stuff, and. Um, I I can guarantee had much smaller budgets and just really didn't have a shot at all. Yeah, didn't have a shot at all at. at uh... And it's and it's the thing you know going back to what I said about the awards is it's, sometimes it's not even about that. It's just about when you have a film like that that tends to take all the air in the room, you know. And it's like yeah. you know everybody's so obsessed with this one film that's older or whatever. And then you know it, it takes it takes the um, you know, it takes up all of the press, I guess. This film didn't, which is why I was surprised when I I saw the person's name and I'm like, I know this director's name. Where do I know this name from? I looked yeah. it up and I was like, you got to be kidding me. But the film that they pushed the most is one that's like available online, mm. which I didn't understand. It's like mm. $3 to rent on, on Prime. Mm. Feature? Yeah. Uh. 
It was a feature documentary. And I'm like, why is this even up here if I could watch this? Online. Wasn't that usually the rule? Like, you're not yeah. supposed to, like, you're... So that's what... I mean, like, the person that won this, not only did you make this so many years ago, but, like, the feature for this has already already came and won, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's my, like, 12-ish minute rant. I don't know, 13 minutes that I'm... <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I hate that crap. I really hate it. And, and I wish that... Uh, People would be more genuine with film fests. Leave the big wigs to do what they do there, but it's it's an injustice to people that are are working really hard on their on their productions and don't have financial assistance and clout and celebrity yeah. and all that. And uh, just sucks. Anyway, anyway, you're done. I mean, I Jeez. guess I guess I can be done. I can be over myself at this point. Okay, so <clears throat> Ratchet, I've been waiting for this. I saw the trailer for it a couple months ago, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. We're, did you know much about it? I don't remember if you did. No. Okay. So I barely watched Cuckoo's Nest, though. No, you did. Absolutely sat through that. I made. No, you I watch know, but I, you know, I don't remember it. Okay, well, first of all, this has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I, I, th- people keep saying that, and I don't understand why. They base so well, okay, just in so terms of being Ryan aware Murphy, of the, the the character. Not even, not even because because it it has nothing to do with who she later See, becomes. All right, this, and this, this is what I what I don't understand. Like, right, why and this is kind of one of my things. Right, they hijacked is, a character. That's basically what happened. Yeah, and that sort of thing is just like why. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to take a character and change it so much that it's unrecognizable, at that point, you're just using the name as a marketing ploy. That's exactly what they did. However, they did a beautiful job. <laughs> so, sure. So sure, but it's... it's, it's this isn't where I, I go off and say that it was garbage. I loved this show. Loved it. Yeah, it was really I good. I absolutely loved it. However, a couple people um, that, you know film people that I talked to, whatever, were like, oh, I haven't seen Cuckoo's Nest, which right away, I'm like, I don't even know you. Uh, but uh, I've seen it or I haven't seen it in years and I don't remember it. I'm like, literally doesn't matter. It has nothing to do. With- oh, but it's it, nothing to do. If you watched Nurse Ratched working and doing her thing on that film, there's no way that she became who this character was. There's just no way in hell. Yeah. Uh, they're two completely different people with the same name. And so, yes, they hijacked the concept of a nurse, a mean sort of spirited nurse working at a mental institution. Mm -hmm. What better uh, setting for Ryan Murphy and their type of style than a mental institution uh, set in a a mid-century type set and production and yeah, yeah. style, you know, very, very, very stylistic of the, you know, 40s, 50s type of look, 50s, I believe. Um, and so I am not an American horror story fan anymore. After Asylum, I was pretty much out. I liked things about Coven, and mm. then I didn't like things about Coven, but I was like, all right, this one was a little bit of a miss, but the next one will be better. And they just fell so hard. For I like. Me. I didn't see the first one, first season. I liked the second season, and I didn't like anything after that. You didn't like Coven at all? No. No. Oh, oh. um, the first one was good, and but to me, the second one was the best. Asylum was like the best. So when I saw Ryan Murphy, I was like, oh. Uh, well, he did Hollywood too, right? Did he? I don't know. I don't Maybe. Now. 
Um, I, I wasn't too sure because I was like, oh God, if this is going to be like, you know, American Horror Story, I'm, I'm definitely going to fall off this like pretty darn hard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Sarah Paulson's in it and uh, Finn Whitrock you know, people that he's worked with on the show. So I was like, oh no, oh yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Sarah Paulson. I just don't like American Horror Story. So yeah. he was one of the writers on Hollywood. Okay. So um yeah. I need directed in an episode anyway. It's the only complaint that I have about this, and I'm not sure if it got toned down or if I just zoned in so hard that I I forgot about it, <clears throat> was that they did this really 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 intense oversaturation of colors in the first episode like it was yeah. graded almost uh it was technicolor yeah so when you think about the wizard of oz and something that was made in black and white originally and then when they colorize it and it's like this you know red is redder than you've ever seen and yeah. i mean it was almost blinding and now the 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 set itself and the costume was gorgeous that's my favorite time for style so these these beautiful dresses but things were also very colorful back then mm -hmm. so you know if there was like a peony or something on a dress it was like <laughs> just like an assault of yeah. color and i remember thinking oh god i hope it's not like this through the whole thing because it was actually kind of distracting yeah so i don't know if they toned it down or if I don't know. My retinas got burned out so bad that like it started to look good to me. Yeah. Because by the second episode, I wasn't even paying attention to that, or I didn't notice it. I should say. Um, and because the, the story was amazing, yeah. Sarah Paulson was great. Everybody was really good. Um, you you know, Sarah Paulson. I have to say, is one of those actors mm -hmm. that she's a brilliant actor. You know, but uh, she's always Sarah Paulson. But no, but it's like I'm never like, ooh, new Sarah. Pa you know what I mean? I'm never really excited. You know, it's not like one of the actors that I'm like, oh, but then, you know, as soon as I'm into it, I'm like, damn, she's good. Yeah, she's really good. She's and I'm really like, why, why, why do I, like, I know she's brilliant, but why do I feel that? I don't know. It's weird, a weird for thing. For me, I think it's American Horror Story. Well, because when I, me. I, when I think of her, I think of that show and I... I just don't enjoy that show. Maybe, so it's Maybe like, subconsciously it's that. I'm or like, oh, uh, here we go. Um, but I mean, she killed it. You know, she did a great job. Uh, Cynthia Nixon was also in it. Who I didn't recognize for a while. Are you serious? Yeah, I was like, I know this person. Did you not know that was her? It took me like 10 minutes to be like, oh, yeah. You goof. Um, uh, Judy Davis, who's great. Yep. I really like her. Um, so... Um, the doctor, Dr. Hanover, is an actor called John John Briones. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've not seen him before. Um, Sharon Stone, Amanda Plummer, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Alice Engelbert. Uh, there's just like a ton of people, ton of people in this. Uh, uh, Sophie Okanido, I think her name is. Um, it's just like... And Sophie Okanino did a really good job because she played like a split personality type. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a patient with like split per personality, so she would really have to go from one to another. And um, she had some some really nice transitions in there when she was doing that. Mm -hmm. um, I I have no complaints. I loved the show. There were people that didn't like it, and I don't know why. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's just because for me, you take that era which I love, 
something doesn't even have to be great, but in that era, you can kind of get away with a lot of stuff because the set design is so pretty. Yeah. Um, but the story was really good. It's just, I don't like that it was connected to Nurse Ratched. Because if you watch the film, there's no way that she evolves to this character. Yeah. Nurse Ratched in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was not a sadistic, like, I, I don't know. I can't think of, I mean, mm -hmm. Sarah Paulson's version of this character is much, much more extreme. Sure, yeah. Much more extreme in personality. Uh, one might also say that she has a, a, a mental defect. I mean, it's not normal to be uh, as aggressive as she is with with her uh her cause, if you will, yeah. towards her brother, the lengths that she goes for him is not normal. Um, Nurse Ratched to me didn't come across as like a functioning sociopath. She came across as um, a woman that was insecure and had control over weak people. Yeah. The things that she did weren't, they weren't out of malice. It was just like she didn't have a lot of compassion. Yeah. It's very different from Murphy's adaptation yeah. of the character, which is like he went like way left with it. And I love it, but it's just not the same character at all. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it, they hijacked the character and concept yeah. of her being a nurse. nurse at a psych facility. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with Nurse Ratched, yeah. really, at all. Which so, just is a you, big pet peeve of mine. And it doesn't help the fact that the show is so good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's like I, I want it to not be good so I can be like, don't do that. Don't See? do that. Don't do that. But at the same time, I was like, oh, that's really good. You know, but I would have watched it regardless of what it was named, called. I mean, look, the name is great, right? Sure. Because her name sounds like Ratchet. Yeah. Even though it's ratchet and, you know, you, you know, you're, you're pulling in from from one flew over and yeah, you got that. I'm not as mad that they did it. I don't like that they did it out. I will admit I don't I, I like you. It, it is a pet peeve. I don't like when people take ideas are already existing ideas and then just kind of jump off them. It could have easily been called something else yeah. and made exactly the same way. And I think had just as much because, look, the. The only people you're pulling in with that are like our generation. Right. And older. Yeah. Nobody under 30 is not nobody, but you know, unless like, like yeah. a cinephile, yeah, they would get it. But the average Netflix goer 30 or under is not going to make the connection to this film. The film came out in the seventies. You know, it's a lots of people, even my own age, haven't seen it. Yeah. And so it's Plus a the classic. Aging, the age of what she is and then what she was in the movie doesn't really line up either. It kind of does. Yeah. Kind of. I'm not sure. I feel sure. like she was, this is, she would have been older in the film. Slightly. Um, it all depends. And only because Sarah Paulson is older. If Sarah Paulson were like seven or eight years and younger. And I'm not ageist. I'm just saying literally. No, no. Like, but if she were like seven or eight years younger in real life, um, it may have lined up yeah. in terms of where she is in the seventies, but I feel like Sarah Paulson is around the same age as the actress who played nurse. Yeah. What the hell is her name now? And so it's like, she's got another like 10 years to go before 
one flew over. So I don't know how that's going to like line up, I guess. But it's not it's not so far off. It's yeah. not like she's 30 years older or something like that. It's just, yeah, it, it will probably like not match up too much. So um, but I just I really liked it. Yeah, I really I like I'm ve- they have a second season coming. So I'm excited about that. Um, I, I want to see where they go with it. Yeah. I want to see where they go with it. It'd be interesting to see, you know, um, if they start to gear her to more towards the character in the film or if they'll just go an extreme other direction with it. Because there's not like, you mm. know. Well, it was a definite cliffhanger, so. Yeah. there's Yeah. But also. uh it's that weird thing where you, you know, same with like the Joker film and stuff. And it's like your main character is a bad person, mm-hmm. essentially. You, essentially. You can't really root for them necessarily, but you can just watch and enjoy the thing. But I feel like that's a very dangerous thing for mass audiences. Like you and I can watch a film like this and, and enjoy it and, and recognize the art in it and the character development and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like for mass appeal, following a character that's ultimately bad is tricky mm. you know i mean aren't all classic i mean people love every horror movie jason and freddie and all of them are bad well, but everybody yeah, loves but that, them but that's that's different i feel like that's different you know that's that's you know that's like slasher films or you know like one note things and it's there's no real character development into who well, jason or freddie well i mean there is but not like to the degree that you're going down with like ratchet the problem with so with Ratchet, just to you know, some spoilers here. The idea is that um, she sort of uh, inserts herself into this mental institution that her brother has been taken to, and um, uh, he's a, vi- a very violent person, a murderer, and uh, she has this sort of, you know, that uh, that undying love where she justifies the things that he does and and uh they they had rough lives growing up so uh if look if you haven't seen it then you shouldn't be listening this far anyway so obviously if you're still with us you have seen it or you don't care um not biologically her brother but they had uh, a traumatic upbringing in foster care and so they have this connection and she feels like she needed to protect him blah 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 and so she goes through you know to all these these really extreme measures to sort of protect him there uh but yeah that's why i say it's she's not a sound person mentally because no no sound person would go to to these lengths you know she goes really far like no she's not a sound person she's an actor (laughs) i married you um so she 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 really does sort of uh, push the envelope very much so um but there were there were it was a it was an educational type film just like one flew over was you know you you can't watch those movies and just watch what's happening happening on on a on a character basis you know yeah. what i mean it's not just about the extreme of the character like jack i think uh, this was a film like one of jack nicholson's greatest films for me sure. it was one of his best roles he played that it's role it's no a few good men but it's okay but see that's the thing when people think of Jack Nicholson, I think he was 
also one of the one of the greatest jokers also yeah uh he was the og well not the real real og but you know but the 80s og the, the burton og and and i loved him in that role but um is it colonel jessup yeah so colonel jessup colonel nathan r jessup uh <laughs> joke in case you haven't noticed that's one of paul's favorite movies um the joker when you think of jack nicholson you think of this very loud boisterous person mm-hmm. um he has outbursts in One Flew Over, but because he's brought to that type of insanity where um, Nurse Ratchet is, she 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 pushes against him so much that, uh, you know, he kind of explodes. But his regular demeanor is this very calm, cool, collect kind of guy uh, who just has this, eh, like, there's just this thing about him. He's manipulative, but yeah. he's really he's really comedic. And so I loved him in that character. I thought he did an amazing job. My fi- one of my favorite Jack Nicholson roles mm-hmm. is is uh, as that character. Um, and so, but it, the, the film brought so much more than that. It was raising awareness on what happens in these places. And that uh, sometimes it is voluntary, which was the case for, for a couple of the the patients in the film in the original film was that they'd sign themselves in Mm -hmm. and this does happen yeah you know and you would think why the hell would you be here if you don't have to um and uh so just as in the film they get into lobotomies and how this was a legitimate way of treating Mm -hmm. mental illness um electroshock therapy that's which does heat therapy still water yeah oh god yeah, that was a thing. Um, but electroshock therapy is still practiced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is effective when done correctly. Uh, but at this time, <laughs> they had not gotten into the, the, to the crevices, mm-hmm. if the crevasse, if you will, of, of how to uh, sort of level that out. And so they were just straight up shocking people. Yeah. And um, yeah, basically cooking you alive. That was a method yeah. of calming you. And it was, of course, if somebody's hysterical and uh, you, you practically cook them alive, they're probably going to change. Yeah. But so it, not so much that, that your procedure was effective. It's not really the, uh, the type of place you go for for positive reinforcement. No, no, no. You know? So, I mean, you're getting, you're getting the desired outcome. Sure. But the, the process uh, is, is just more out of changing people you're not really changing people on a molecular level. You're yeah. changing well, them. Well, it's like if you have a kid and you just beat them. You're well, yeah, they're not yeah, going to steal cookies anymore, but, you know, yeah, you got you, a, t- a slew of other problems now. now. You, yeah, so that that was that. And so it it brought in a lot of these uh, these methods that they used and, uh, you know, the way they lobotomized people going up through the eye, um, into the well, eye socket. Initially, they were going through the skull. They initially, they when they first came out with it, uh, they, they were going through the skull. They discovered that they can go up through do transorbital and go in through the eye. Um, and there are people that have survived that as well uh, yeah. that are walking around and talking and can tell you that, that they did go through it. Um, which is just insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. um, not, I want to say things have changed, but in ways things haven't changed. I mean, we're not lobotomizing people. Hopefully I'm sure that shit still goes on somewhere, but uh, yeah, just, uh, it, it was interesting to see, even though it's it's very over the top and dramatic, 
it's Ryan Murphy, you know, so that's how the story is. But it still just had, there were still moments, there were characters that you got attached to and you were like, oh no. So there was a, there was a character, oh God, I don't know who played him. The, uh, do you remember who I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Um, he was one of the guards there. Oh, with the, uh, the bird Charlie face Carver or whatever? played Huck. That was his name. Yeah. Huck. So Charlie Carver was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he was I don't great. know what it was. He just was the sweetest character. One minor blip for yeah. me was that he was a burn victim. Okay. Yeah. And what happens when your skin is burned to that extent is it it literally does melt yeah and so when your skin sets it sets in whatever way the skin had fallen Mm -hmm. and so they had this piece of skin covering the corner like right from top to bottom lip in the corner of his mouth that i was like can someone just cut that yeah like i don't know how someone wasn't like we're just going to disconnect this piece here because why i I mean everything else was beautifully done but that one piece just drove me crazy and I'm, i'm sure that was intentional well yeah success kudos because i wanted to jump through the screen and just anesthetize him and and get rid of that (laughs) um but huck was just such a he was such a lovable guy yeah in such a chaotic environment and this is where um we teeter with ratchet's intentions and what type of person she is like you were saying with her really you know not being a good person yeah but she was in her own way and Mm -hmm. she she had an affinity for him and um tried to help him move up yeah you know and uh he didn't make it man (laughs) i was i was so mad yeah i was so mad uh when they took huck out and that was a sad moment i really I really liked that character, and I was hoping that he would go further. And the the poor security guard that got stabbed and that got his neck slit yeah. <laughs> just uh, definitely graphic. And I mean, I mean, I've seen worse, but just it, uh, yeah, definitely a Ryan Murphy type, you know, yeah. kind of production there. And uh, so this, I I really enjoyed. I wish that he had this type of storytelling and composure with American Horror Story. Yeah. So this yeah, is like what's even more frustrating. Murphy for but this. why? Yeah. See, that's what frustrates me because it's like, if you just write shit, then that's the best that you can do. But then I see, or create, because I know there's other writers and stuff yeah. involved, but when you, make, when you make a season like Asylum, you obviously know what something good looks like. Yeah. And the first season. Well, good to you. I mean, it's all... Come on, you know, come on. <laughs> I can give you coven like, all right, listen, you got you. You had some drinks mm-hmm. a couple nights. The writers had a couple drinks and you, you done fucked up a little bit. After that, there is no excuse for where that show went. Mm-hmm. No excuse. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. You you started off so well. So you obviously know what looks good and 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 yeah. and, and, and you know how to how to have that portrayed on the screen and and to uh encapture your audience and and what is happening and then yeah. you have ratchet which is like yes yes you know everything good i have no complaints at all about this story i loved it it, it was very good um i think like my least favorite character was uh the what's his face finn um edmund the brother 
because I feel like I've seen that guy. He is not American, so I'm not saying yeah, I feel yeah. like I've seen him. But he's played that. He played that character yeah, yeah. already. Yep. And so it's like when I see him, I'm like, oh, I already know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get this like over dramatic, like dark, crazy person, yeah. kind of bratty type individual. Um, I would like to see that guy do something else. I, yeah. I know he's been he's in other stuff, but I've not watched a lot of his things. It's just unfortunately everything I've seen him in has been That's pretty much similar. the same. It's similar. Yeah. Um, he was in the movie Unbroken. Um, so uh uh and he was in the big short um he's been in a bunch of stuff oh he was in judy which we saw yeah. we didn't review that actually um and not because we didn't like it but we watched we don't have enough show for to review everything that we watch um i liked him in judy you know so uh -huh. he he's a good actor it's yeah. just for some reason ryan murphy only wants him to play this one character yeah. <laughs> and so i'm like Ugh. Um, but I he's, need crazy. Who can I call? Yeah, he did a good job. It's just like, all right. I, I mean, I've seen, I've literally seen this exact character in your other shows. So yeah. it's kind of like touch and go for me. But like A+, I loved that show. I can't wait for the second season to come out. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're going to wait a while. I know. I know. And so um, on to the next, which is Wentworth. Listen to the show. You know, this is one of my top shows I love it. Mm -hmm. If I could get a spot on this show for a season, not just for one episode, I want more than that. Yeah. <laughs> if I can be a character for a season, and that would be well, as one, high one as one I left. go. I know, as high as I go as an actor, I would have been totally fine with that because it's, it's such a dream of mine to have been on that show. And it's literally never going to happen, even with a miracle, because it's ending. Next year is the last season. I'm not angry at that. I, I'm glad that they're stopping. I mean, I'm, I like even numbers. Just going to say I would have mm -hmm. liked 10 seasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just just the, the, the neurotic in me would have liked 10 yeah. seasons. Uh, so apparently they're stopping at nine. Um, so something happened that had me quite pissed. Yeah. I'm not mad, Will. I'm just a little pissed. Um, I follow... One of the actors, a couple, a few of the actors, but yeah, yeah. one of the actors that I follow had posted something. Now, this is in in Australia that they film this. Yeah. So is it New Zealand or Australia? Oh, crap. <laughs> Australia. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. You can't mess those two up. They get really, really angry when you do that. Um, so, so, okay. So this show aired over the summer. Yeah. Over there. And then Netflix gets it usually like three months after when it's over. Two months-ish. Foxtel or something. Yeah. So one of the actors had written a farewell on their Twitter. Yeah. And I nearly lost my fucking mind because I was like, are you kidding me? I immediately was like, that's a spoiler. I already know who's getting killed off. Because mm -hmm. if you watch the show, you know someone always dies or almost dies on every season. There's not always a death. Yeah. There usually is, though. Um, but there's always a near-death experience or a death every, yeah. single, every single season. Yeah. And people aren't safe. After, after Kaz Proctor, I, I trust no one. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anything can happen well, at this point. Well, after B, I mean. That's well, true. After B. I mean, I, I really didn't think they'd take B out. But, like, when they did after that, I was like, 
okay, well, that'll be the big one. They're not going to take out like really big people. And then when they took out Kaz, I was like, what? Yeah. Because Kaz was one of my favorites who yeah. started out as quite a villain. And then she became top dog. And yeah. she was probably my, my favorite top dog, even over B, I got to say. Yeah. So, well, B um, had a, uh, the biggest arc of all. Yeah, she did. She did. Um, and so, okay. So <laughs> I, just, I get so excited because I love the show so much. So I got... I, I I lost my mind. I was like, I cannot believe that this is ha- that this is. Ha- and I'm, can I spoil stuff then? Right? Because if you've gone this far, yeah. Okay, so I'll just say who it was. <laughs> okay, because I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, wait a minute, no. All right, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't watched it, stop here. Okay, so Boomer <laughs> puts up a post about how great it was working with everybody and a great experience, and I'm like, oh my god, they killed Boomer. <laughs> like I thought, if there was ever somebody that couldn't be killed it's boomer yeah like everyone else is kind of fair right you're like and like she's there maybe not the guards yeah too much other than she's the only inmate that's been there the whole time from the jump yeah like from the jump so i was like okay they killed boomer i was so angry not that they killed her but that it got spoiled like it would have been a great surprise you know but i was like oh my god i can't believe this got spoiled i'm so angry and so the whole, the whole season, I'm going in through that whole thing, waiting for Boomer to get killed. And I'm not quite seeing where it's going to happen. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Something... And you don't know that I know. You don't know that I know mm. that they know we know. So I haven't said anything to you. I didn't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. So I'm just like internally like, no, I can't be here. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. And then we're getting to the last last episode and i'm like why is she still okay well they're gonna save it for the end but then this the scenario she was in didn't make sense because uh-huh. it was going over to Allie. yeah where is it Allie? yeah um so <laughs> spoiler spoiler boomer doesn't fucking die she was most likely reference referencing the fact that season nine is the last, is the last yeah. season <laughs> but since people do spoil stuff all the time i immediately was like oh no and so i'm a little bit angry because i did watch that differently i was like boomer's dying yeah and i was waiting for her to die and i couldn't see how that was going to happen so this is it's not my favorite season Mm -hmm. then again last season is so hard to top yeah like how do you top Joe, even though we like, look, we already suspected some shit was going on with Joan. Yeah. Like I wasn't 100% convinced that she was dead because they were focusing too much on it. Mm-hmm. But like you killed off Kaz Proctor and then confirmed that the freak is alive. You, that's very hard to top. It's yeah. very hard to top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, and then, uh, vinegar tits has her baby. Yeah. So it's like there was so much stuff happening in that season. Yeah, it was a big season. It would have been really, really difficult. You had the siege, you know, you had yeah. this whole thing going on that was just nuts. So, it, it, you know, you can't expect that again. It was a good season. It just wasn't was just my like, favorite. Yeah, they. I, I think it was smart, though, because, you know, in order for them to top last season, they'd have to go so far. And then, you know, then what do they do the next season? They have to keep topping themselves. Yeah. And I think... They did something smart where they just kind of brought it back down to, you know, like a, a, a normal. Now next season's the last one, so I'm sure it'll be like a big, big thing or whatever. Boomer I, will die. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this, the show, the structure of this show from season to season is set up so much like a soap opera in that it, the way that it's structured, it could literally go on forever. Yeah, totally. You know, you're not, this isn't a show about one specific person. Um, it's really just about the prison. You yeah, know, because people come and go, change, yeah. you know, and that's one of the things I really liked about the show. I mean, that could go wrong. You know, that can go. That's a difficult thing because you could you could easily get so invested in one character. And then when they either get released or killed or whatever, then you don't care anymore. But they're able to br- keep telling interesting stories about people coming in and how it changes the dynamic within the prison. Um, it's it's set up in a way that it could go on forever. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, you know, I don't know. Unless the the writing suffered, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it going on longer than than the nine seasons. I mean, it's. I'm not opposed to it, but I. I get it, and I'm happy that I'm not like mad. It's ending. I get it. You don't want to. But I, 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 uh, I like the I like that structure. You don't see that structure very often. You know? Yeah, and I, I think, uh, so, um. Reg Watson was the creator, um, and I think has written, I think, all of them, mm-hmm. um, or has been involved in writing all of them. Um, oh, no, Laura Radulovich. She's also, like, several 94 episodes or something, and uh, so the the writing is solid, yeah. you know, and that's why it it's, they're not switching hands, you know, so there's a consistency through it, and it makes sense, and I love that about it. Um, the only thing for me is that the reason why I wouldn't like it to keep going, or if it does, is that I would, you got to bring back characters the way the good guys. Because right now, there's really not many people left that are the good guys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you have a lot of... Um, you always had a lot of bad guys, but yeah. you had a lot of good guys and you had, you know, you had that. And so it's like right now... It like, seems like the ratio of good people to bad people. Well, it's I mean, prison. they're all prison, but, <laughs> but the people that genuinely like, you well, know... Well, I just mean that like Liz is gone. She was a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Allie used to be like good and innocent. Now she's fucking top dog. So she has to be brutal. Um Frankie was always towing the line, you know, Frankie always like played rough, but she meant well kind of thing. Um, B was the same thing. Kaz, same thing. She started out bad, but you know, and then, um, so like right now, all you really have are like Boomer and Ruby. Yeah. Those are like the only two like nicer type characters. Um, you know, cause Mari's an asshole. Rita's pretty much gone. I wonder what they're doing with, going to do with her for next season. Yeah, Mar. Yeah, well, because they're because they're they're making it appear like Mari's kind of yeah tur- turning a bit and not as much of an asshole. But when it started, you just had more of this of a family, which does also work because that's prison, right? Yeah. Like where you could be able to be like, you know what? Three years ago, we had so many of us here, and now I'm fucking left, and everyone's yeah. gone, or they've died, or moved on with their lives, yeah. and I'm stuck here in prison. And so it it still does make sense, but. I'm not, I was not as invested in the newcomers this season. Mm. And so you had, um, you had, uh, who was the, the new, the two new ones that came in? You had the English Oh, character. yes. So you had, yeah. So you, there was this, there was a, uh, she was like a potential, uh, terrorist. Yeah. So she was, um, 
Then you had she Reb. was new this season. You had Reb, and then you had the one Reb's girlfriend. Yeah, the pinky one, the um, original top dog before. Yeah, B. she was she was one of the original top dogs. I mean, I I don't like her. So she's done. That's yeah, the yeah. point of the character. I don't like her, but to me, she even in her love for Reb. I don't like her. I don't know. I just yeah. don't like that character. And Reb's character, I felt like, you know, it's inclusive and you have like a trans character, but I felt like that's all Reb was about. Like, aside from being a trans character, she had nothing else to really focus on, you know? Yeah. Like, who was she aside from that? Yeah. Does she have hobbies? Can she sing? You know what I mean? Like, they all kind of had like their, their, um, their main part of their personality and then little things about them. You know what I mean? But with Reb, it was like they just drove home that like she was trans and she was trying to get her top surgery and then all the shit was going wrong for her in terms of getting her home hormones and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And then her past was all linked into the fact that she was trans. So it was like, like I appreciate the inclusiveness, but it was like there was nothing else to that character for me. You wanted to see a little more development. I wanted yeah. to see more development on who she was aside from that. Like, yeah. yes, I get it. She's a trans character, but like, what else does she have? She was so dependent on the girlfriend. I can't remember her fucking name now. Mm. Um, she was so dependent on her that it was just like, I don't know. I didn't really get much else out of her. Um but I didn't hate the character. It's yeah. just like I, I, I hope that she's in next season, but they do more. Like either yeah. have her be really bad or, so, you know, I don't know, just something. Just give me something else. Because the characters seem kind of flat. Yeah. And she's so young, so you could do so much with that. Um, the terrorist character, I knew from the jump, I was like, you can't trust this bitch. <laughs> I was yeah. like, there's, there was something about uh, her, which I'm pretty sure was intentional because, you know, it was just her facial expressions, this tone yeah. that they had, the way they filmed it when they would focus on her that you're like, she's not, yeah. this is not going to work. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Boomer's still there. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I can't, you would have to kill Boomer off in the last season. Cause there's no way you could have killed her off sooner and not like pissed people off. She was such yeah. a, uh, such a big like part of that show. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you get rid of her? I don't know. And yeah. the new, the new, um, boss woman. I don't like her. I don't oh, like yeah. her either. She's the, uh, <laughs> she's the, uh, uh, general manager yeah, of the general, prisons the GM or, whatever. or whatever she was. I knew from the jump, I was like, this one, this one's going to be problems. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I have to say that I, I really enjoy Vera's character. I feel like yeah. she she grew a lot mm -hmm. from being vinegar tits because they don't I call her that just because it's funny and that's yeah. what they used to call her but no one calls her that really anymore I think they all just call her Vera you know because yeah. she kind of grew on them she's probably to me one of the strongest actors on the show too yeah she's quite good she's really good um Jackson's wising up finally too he had me so frustrated couple yeah. seasons oh, I was God. like if you don't stop being stupid yeah <laughs> god damn it Jackson Vera is, uh, you know, although I will say uh, for for being as intelligent as she is, uh, I knew from the get go that having your kid in some like prison nursery not happening yeah. in that prison, in the prison that there was just like an overthrow and siege at. You're going to trust yeah. <laughs> your nursery in that prison? I don't think so. Um, so that. You know, that was a little but I, that's all for drama. And, you know, they had to do all that. 
Um, and now let's get to Joan. Dun, dun, Joan. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Pamela, no one else can play that. Yeah. Pamela, that's like her role, just like Boomer's always going to be Boomer no matter what she does. Mm. She's always going to be Joan Ferguson. But as an actor, she has such an amazing way of making me root for her as the villain. Yeah. I genuinely very feel sorry for her. Character, you know, there's so much, there's so much depth to it. You know, in this season, she, you know, you have to question whether she's, you know, for a while, obviously, eventually you find well, out that it's... she's batshit crazy. Yeah. And that's, that's a fact, but and you don't, I still... And you don't know, and it, took, it takes you a couple episodes before you even really know if she's, like, playing the game or not. I was convinced, I mean, and I think that was intentional that this was bullshit, just like Vera and Jackson, all of them, they're like, this is a fucking ruse. Like, yeah. she's putting, she's putting on a show, and she may very well be. It's, I don't, she's crazy see, I, enough, but, but I don't think I don't, she is. Yeah, I don't think she was putting on a rouge. Rouge? Ruse. Ruse. Rouge makeup. Right? That's the color. <laughs> Rouge is the color, yeah. Um, because, you know, it's based on the end, you know, when she finally remembers who she is, you know, whatever. And and I think, you know, I think that was brilliant because now you're just waiting to see. Well, for me, You're was, waiting for these moments where she breaks the character that she's playing the fish. for these people. Yeah. When she took the fish, I was like, that's far too much compassion, although it's in a fucking glass and that's, you know, yeah. you took it out of a big tank and you put it in a glass and that's not a very fun life. But the fact that she needed, that she took care of it and that she was as devastated as she was when the asshole yeah. dropped the glass, um, that part of it, I was like, oh, because it, it raises questions, right? I don't know how often this happens in real life, but this, this must have happened. And how do you, like, how, you know, and in terms of, of her court case, yeah. which would be the legality of it, can you really sentence a person who has no recollection of what they've done? Yeah. How do you sentence that person? I mean, it was still done. Yeah. And, and, and chances are they may get those memories. See, that's the interesting thing about this scenario is that, um, you have the legal standpoint of it. It's like, yeah, well, this person has no recollection of doing it. The person that they are now may not be the same person they were, right? You know, whatever before. And um, when what happens when they do eventually recover their memories? Do they just all of a sudden become that other person? Um, because now they have all these built all these memories and routines in of them as a quote unquote nicer person. You know, what happens when all these other memories come flooding back? Is that change your person? Like, it's just such an interesting kind of thing that they yeah. can go. I don't know how how deep they'll get into it. You know, she'll just all of a sudden be back to being Joan or whatever. But um, it would be interesting to see that explored. I hope that in a perfect world, I think for the last season, I think that Joan should die mm. sacrificing herself doing something good. Mm. Because that's like yeah. the real like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, you hate her. Yeah. They hate her. I mean, They'll like Vera's character and stuff like that. But she ultimately, like in her last moment, does something selfless or something like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, it takes a special kind of actor to be able to play a character that way. Yeah. That, look, I, Joan's my, one of my favorite villains. So even when she's horrible, I love her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'm I'm always 
rooting for her. And when she died, I was like, that can't be it. That can't be how Joan goes out. And then, you know, once they started focusing a lot on, I was like, okay, I don't think she's dead, but you know, but just the way when she turned her head in the last season, it was like, I actually jumped off the couch. I was so excited. Um, because she's such a great character she's such a great villain it's like how do you have wentworth without the freak yeah yeah she's such a like integral part of that you know yeah uh so i hope they do something good with her character or have her do something good or sacrifice or something like that please let the last season be amazing (laughs) i need season eight vibes a season seven vibes in season nine yeah I need those seven vibes tonight because seven was the best, best season. Mm-hmm. I mean, B dying too was pretty like epic. That was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had no idea. That's when, that's when I was like, oh, it's this kind of show. Yeah. It's their Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, okay, so anyone can It's very can understated because, you know, there's a cultural thing of how prisons are there versus how prisons are here or whatever. Um, you know, and they actually talk about it a little bit in the show because she was yeah. going to be extradited to the United States and be a prisoner there. And they knew like that was a much worse system. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see the um, the cultural difference in how they treat their prisoners versus how we treat our prisoners. She was literally willing to kill to stay out of the States. Yeah. Because that's how bad our prisons are. Yeah. As you know, all of all the drama, like, first of all, I know bad shit happens in prisons over there, but there's no way this kind of shit is happening in prisons over there. This is obviously very dramatic. Um, but aside from the, the, the chaos, depending on what you get yourself into, it's not too bad <laughs> the way they're portraying it. Now, yeah, yeah. what prison really is like, yeah, there, yeah. who knows? Yeah, it's not going to be as, as, as rosy as they portray it i'm sure but still yeah because you have like they're like they don't seem to have like a max prison it's like everyone you could be in for like theft or murder yeah or like as they call them the 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 kitty diddlers or whatever they refer to them as you know it just it's they'll keep you in seclusion yeah for your safety but everybody's in one place essentially yeah and Um, you can get killed you know someone yeah you get shanked do the kids still say that shanked (laughs) the kids yeah kids (laughs) There's still, you know, there's still ways to die there. But um, the fact that you have like biscuits and tea and television, I mean, here, that is not what prison looks like (laughs) at all. So um, I don't know how how true that is. Anybody out there? Australia? Yeah. Anyone? Can you tell us? Um, Anyone? Anyone? Uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm sad that next season is the last season, but I'm also glad that it I'm okay with it. Not to, I'm not glad that it's over. I'm just, I'm okay with it. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with them ending it. I'm sure these people want to move on with their lives. You know, you're playing the same character for years and years on end. You want to kind of move on and do other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a bittersweet thing, you know, of ending a long show where you love everybody involved and you had so much fun, but you're like ready to do something else. Yeah. And, and uh, Kate, uh, Katrina, Milosevic, which is Boomer. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very girly, girly girl in real life. And so I, I know she, I had read something with her in an article saying that, you know, it's it's uh, it's frustrating for her uh, to be known for such a like slovenly character yeah. because that's not how she is in real life. So yeah. I'd imagine, you know, somebody who isn't like that, that to play someone 
for years on. I'm just been once 2013. Mm -hmm. I think it came out. Yeah. You know, she's been playing the same character for seven years. Who's a slob. (laughs) She's, she's a lovable slob, but she's a slob nonetheless. And you know, you're filming this for months on end and this is your your hair is always a mess. They dirty up your teeth. Yeah. Your teeth are dirtied up. Your hair's greasy and they give her like that rash. She has like this rosacea thing kind of going on her face, you know, so I'm I'm sure she's over it. (laughs) She would like to get back to her, her regular look. So I, I'm, sad to see it end but i i get it and mm-hmm. uh i just hope next season's a, a fucking banger, mm-hmm. banger. That's what i hope i hope it's a banger um yeah that's it that's it that's it, it was that's all, all good got. it was good reviews that i t- those are the the two most exciting things uh to come from this fall for me were ratchet and and wentworth i really enjoyed both yeah i fi- also just a quick sum up i finished the boys Yes, you did. I was, I was, I was in and out on that. Yeah. So, what did you think? I liked it. I thought it was a, it was really, really good. Um, interesting. You know, this season I really kind of paid a lot more attention to the acting, mm-hmm. especially from Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander. So creepy. <laughs> yeah, but he plays. There's just so much that he portrays with just his face. He's very expressive. It's he's just his, so, his features. Are I think very because he plays a villain and he's a bad guy, it's easy to kind of like just get lost in the fact that he's just. But there's so much but subtlety. He looks like a bad guy. So there's it, so much subtlety in his performance. And then this season, I really took notice of that and was like, "Wow, he's doing so much uh, as an actor." And I think, you know, I think I think I think it's underappreciated mm-hmm. what he actually he's doing when they zoom in and he has to be an asshole but then you know there's just so much going on in his face and in his eyes that is really hard to pull off as his an actor jaw clench he has yeah. this like um they brought an aya cash who i'm a fan of uh to play and not nice person um, a nazi <laughs> yeah and uh you know she did great i'm glad to see her get get work and work on this level um all the characters i mean the solid it was it was really good um I yeah. the reason why I, I, and 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 the 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 um I, I can't remember his name Starlight no the the guy the the main the main guy in the boys fucking English guy yeah his accent is my favorite English accent <laughs> you know when they have like f's instead of th's and that sort of thing yeah you know I love that I just love the way he talks <laughs> I mean he's a great he's a solid actor too I mean he's got to play a tough guy but you know there is some subtleties of softness that he has to kind of let let kind of linger in there so him too i think is is a uh you know he played bones on star trek too but he he uh he's got a big head too yeah, he does have a big head he is from new zealand though actually yeah. but his accent is is great but his performance is 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 really great i'm just interested to see where they go with it because um if you look at where everybody is, there's no big changes really, you know. But I'm um, I'm really interested to see the words. But I I really I really liked it. There's a lot of shit. And then uh, Raised by Wolves ended. Um, I could I could not get into that show. You know, here's the thing. I could I'll, not I'll get do into my that Raised show. by Wolves rant real quick, but um. There's just something it about the show. Quick. Just go with it because I don't get it. I I, I can get why people I, love it. I just don't. I I I don't know how to feel about the show. That's the thing. 
so many people that I know and respect have really loved the show and mm-hmm. said, oh, I love it. It's so good. And yes, it's it looks beautiful, I think. I think it looks really nice. The cinematography is top notch. But I just, I don't know if I'm understanding it. You know what I mean? Like, is there something I'm missing? Because I don't think it's amazing, but I don't, it's not bad. I, I, I enjoy watching and I look forward to seeing where they're going to go. I just feel like they're, they're Some like the on the verge. harsh to me. Well, the, the, I'm talking about like the straight me. cinematography. Yeah, but this is, I mean, you're, you're talking, you're talking about, you know. Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're talking about Ridley Scott here. I mean, this is, if they if why you do, have, And why do, was Ridley Scott's. Obsession uh, with. With white milky blood he for just that's just how he androids. rolls that's just that's how he thing. rolls i liked but it a, in alien yeah. but you know yeah that is that is kind of his thing but you know when i think ridley scott i think of like amazing because yeah if you go back and you watch alien now it's like oh that's terrible but at the fucking time it was great yeah you know what i mean so well that's the thing is i feel like there's there there it just didn't work it's hard me. to say because i feel like there's so much of a world that they've built and i i see and appreciate that they have this religious aspect of it then they have the android side of it they have the world and you know like all this stuff going on and i'm not sure that they really finished any you know and i feel like there's just so much more of a world out there and and they sh- you know and yeah they're teasing you know upcoming seasons and stuff but i'm i don't know like i just i don't know how to feel about this show it's really weird i didn't like it yeah I, I didn't not like it, but I didn't love it yet. You know, it's kind of the thing where I have to wait to see how the other seasons play out to kind of see how this season fits in with it and, and, and everything. I unfairly didn't like it because I didn't watch it. Mm. I The first episode, I was just like, I have no interest in it. I tried so hard. But yeah, the second the she flew I was into like, the sky mm. like Christ, I was like, what is happening right now? I just, I couldn't get over that body positioning and i was like for what reason for what reason would she like she reminded me of the like those things that you would let loose and they they'd spin uh, up yeah. into the sky it was just like what why is she doing that that seems yeah. so out of place for the type of effects and things like that it was just it, it seemed really bizarre to me and uh no mm-hmm. i just i couldn't i couldn't get and I, and aesthetically i get it um but I just that whole like whitewashed, like washed out kind of like look that everything had. Oh, like yeah. nothing was saturated at all. It was yeah. really like these muted gray and grayish type colors. Oh, yeah. It was like a gray beige going on for almost everything. Um, and when you include white blood with that, you don't even have like, yeah, you know the the, the crimson that pops in. There was just no color, and so they're they're droids well some some of them are right yeah so i get that they have the you know that you're not really like invested in them emotionally because they're droids and whatever but it's just like even the my, people in it i was just yeah. like eh. i found myself thinking about androids and stuff while watching it and then like <laughs> and like how as people how you know um because, you know, the performances were great by them, the, the two main androids. They did a good job. But, you know, when you're programming an android, mm-hmm. if an android, like, does an android think? You know, if the android's like, hmm. You know, because they're very expressive. 
Um, and I, you know, I get it. It's it's from a perspective of a storyteller, and you have to show what these characters are thinking and feeling and all that sort of stuff. But if they're androids, like how advanced is their AI that they would then, if somebody says something they don't like, they would make a face like mm, I don't like that. You know, like oh, I every see what single minutia of thing has to be programmed. So I don't know. Like I, I, I so how, how would an android understand offense? Or what is offensive? Yeah, that sort of thing, and and not only well they can understand it, but then well, no, because as what, they, what you find offensive, I may not. So well, how do you program right. something to be offensive? Right, and it's well, I think it would just be a personality thing. You would program the personality to be offended easily or whatever. But it's it's the thing of like the program. The, the, <laughs> this droid is a Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This thing of like the the android being like, hmm, I'm offended. Let me make my face do this so that they know I'm offended. You know what I mean? Like there's a versus just being offended and saying that offend. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. understand the, you know, I mean, that goes, that's not just specific to this show. It's kind of like a an android thing in general, you know, where, you know, somebody, you know, one android says to another something and then they turn around and walk away and then they're left there thinking or they're left there happy or sad or whatever. And it's like, would, would an android actually do that? Because we as humans will then express ourselves outwardly what we're thinking inwardly. But then for an android, you'd have to program that to mm-hmm. happen. So I don't know. That's just the kind of a thing I was thinking about during this. And I was like, hmm. I don't know. Has, an, has anyone played an android that didn't do that? I'm trying I don't to think. Know. That uh, didn't have like sort of additional thought process after an interaction. Like showing your showing emotions in your face. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, I I, yeah, I. I mean, I, again, uh, it's it's a show that I'm like I, I I I'm I'm just up in the air with it. I very much wanted to like it. I was looking forward to the it. The trailers looked amazing. Yeah, that was it. You know, the trailers looked really interesting, and I was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be good. It was I do, yeah. I think some of the, vi- the vi- not, visual effects, whether it was a time thing or, they, you know, or whatever restrictions they were that were thrusted upon the uh, post houses were probably, you know, a little evident. They had to rush some things. Yeah. But, um, I, I wasn't too big of a fan of, of some of the effects, but it, but that's not the, like, that doesn't really matter in the overall you know, um, arc of the arc of the story, you know, it just, it just didn't, for me, it was just like, I wasn't invested in anybody. I really didn't care what happened in the story. I hate to say that because I, you know, I'm, I'm a a Scott fan, but it just, I thought what's his face, the the hot Viking guy, he was, (laughs) that's, that was his name for me. I was like, Oh, that's the hot guy from the Viking. He, I thought he did well. I thought he, he, he's a good actor. I mean, he's a good actor. So, um, because I, I don't really remember the show, uh, the Viking show. I like show. the look of the mullet girl. She has an interesting face. Yeah, she's very she androgynous. Does. Like, she's pretty, but she looks like yeah, a yeah. boy, you know? She, uh, she's really pretty face. She's definitely like, got an interesting look, yeah. I liked, I liked her. I'm not she was to good, look too. Up what she she had like. some really good moments with the kid and, and, and uh, sadness and stuff. But I liked... That hair is good for her. She rocks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not an easy look to rock. Yeah. Well, she's got, like, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, but... Yeah, his I was I was happy. I think he probably had the for me was my favorite per- performance of mm-hmm. it cuz he his his arc was pretty and crazy. I mean, it's not like a Yeah, I don't know. His he 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 was probably my favorite character in terms of performances. I think um I think that The Boys is a really good show. It's just unfortunately 
I forgot what happened in the first season. Mm. And there was a quick like recap, but there were so many details that are left out. And so when you started watching it, like by the second episode, I was like, wait, what? I forgot who did. And that that's my own thing. Like I I ruin shows. I I miss out on shows because I don't recap Mm -hmm. enough. And like I just could not remember the details of what all I remembered when this season started was that it was like, oh, shit, that's the wife and she's alive. And yeah. With the yeah, kid. She, uh, that was all it's I interesting. remember. They ended it on such an... I didn't think they would go there at all. So it's it's really interesting. I'm interested to see where they go with the son's character. Because of stuff... I don't want to give it away because it kind of just ended on Friday. Um, but uh, it's very like... I'm like, all right, they went there. And, yeah. and I mean, look, it's not a show that doesn't isn't afraid to go places. The final scene of the whole thing is just so absurd. It's well, fantastic. There was also... But, that with himself yeah. earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's like this weird masturbation obsess- obsession that they have with Homelander. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just a fucking weirdo. But, you know, so it's not a show that's... But I'm interested to see where they take what they did and how they play out the repercussions of it with yeah. the child. So. Yeah, it's um, it's a good show that I'm... It's like only 50% invested in. It's yeah. so it's so weird just because like I lost it and I was like, I don't know. It's how to remember what was happening now. But I, I did pay attention to like a good part of it, but I then I didn't on, on other things. And so um, I'll be present for the third season yeah. <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm always present because even though I don't know what's going on, they the the show is so well well written that it, you know it still catches you especially with the characters yeah, like yeah. people like Homelander and the way they play that that you're like ooh but um yeah uh, I mean we pretty much did review those last two shows yeah. <laughs> there was four reviews this week uh, but two no spoilers and two with spoilers mm-hmm. yeah so there's that so yeah so um, shout outs Mograph Mograph Study Geek and Reality Bomb Comic Cast. Not up for debate. If you have stuff out there that you want us to watch, if you watched anything cool recently, shorts and whatnot, um, you know, send it our way. Uh, no uh, true life medical documentaries for a while because I'm emotionally crushed still from the last documentary that I watched with, with Paul, who that was is a rough one, who's like a fucking robot. And even he, on a couple occasions throughout it, had to wipe his tears. Um, it was called Gleason. I'm not going to like review the whole thing because there's too many things. It's so, oh, man, that was a. Ro- I didn't think it was going to be that rough. It's about ALS, and I know about ALS, so I'm like, okay, I know how this ends. You know, yeah. I know, I know what's going to happen here, but just so watching like, somebody, you're essentially watching somebody go through decline, all this in real time. Watching somebody go through a complete physical decline. And watching them be emotional through that. While raised, while having a child and, and the relationship. Fucking hell. <laughs> like, it's a rough one. I woke up the following morning. My eyes were swollen because I cried through practically that entire film. And my eyes were stinging and burning. And I was like, I can't do this shit for a while. I'm going to need a break. Yeah. Documentaries have to be like true crime murder. <laughs> like happy murder art something give me something about that yeah. crime but i can't do like uh physical uh ailments and diseases 
for a while. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. And to mentally recover before I take myself back there. But if something can break you down, you know how how serious that is because you're usually like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It got you too. So, uh, yes. So next week we're going to be talking to uh, director, writer, Bennett Pellington. Mm-hmm. Um, so tune in for that. Uh, he's got some really cool stuff coming up. And uh, we're going to discuss, discuss yeah. his films and whatnot. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the thing. The drill, yeah. <laughs> send us your stuff. Send us, you know, if you have a film you want to talk about, send it our way. We'll check it out. Uh, or if you just saw something cool and want us to see I something cool, too. said that already. Then send it our way. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. Uh, right. Shout outs to. <laughs> I just did that. All right. You're not paying attention at this point. All right. Hold it's on a long, it's a long episode. <laughs> it is a long episode, but there's a lot of good stuff to watch. Yeah, there is. Go watch those things if we haven't ruined them for you already. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Bye. Bye.